This is Jason and Tony. Hey, welcome back. Yeah, it's the uh, 27th. Well, that's what I got It'll be a great day. Look good to see you over there, Jason. Good to see you, too. Also, today we're going to celebrate Babe Ruth Day. Mm, great baseball player, even better candy bar. I agree. Speaking time out, just on the candy bar thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, have you tried the chocolate-covered payday yet? No, I haven't. Holy crap. No, is it pretty close? It's it's better than Baby Ruth. Ah. It's better. It's better. And Babe Ruth, a great baseball player, candy bar, and also my mom's name, Ruth. Oh, yeah. She didn't look anything like him. I mean, she, but she could also sling a bat. Dang right. That, yeah. That's my dad. <laughs> It's a Marine Mammal Rescue Day. All right, that's cool. Yeah, I like them, and I'm glad they're out there doing what they do. Mm-hmm. Marine Mammal. It's uh, Marazza Taz Mule Day. Mar- 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 uh, how do you say that? I don't word? know. You probably should just skip that. Some fancy type of mule. <laughs> if you raise Maratanzanas mules, <laughs> then I bet you're good at it. Moore's Code Day. Oh, I bet he was cool to have it parties, oh, man. Yeah. Everybody's like, hey, man, beep for everybody. Yeah. Beep a sentence. Yeah. And he'd go to his thing. It's a National Devil Dog Day. All right. Not the Marines. Right, the Devil Food Cake yeah. Treat. I never had one, you? Yeah, they're good. You got a hot dog in it? No. Okay. Why do they have a hot dog in it? It's got dog in the title. Oh. Corn dog has a dog in it. <laughs> anyway, it's National Prime Rib Day. <laughs> That's, I like him. You? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, good. Tell uh, a story days today. Oh, okay. Good. And uh, last on the list, and uh-huh. I want to say hats off uh, to all of you school bus drivers. Oh, Today's gosh. your day. Who's the best bus driver you ever had? His name is Charles. Charles. That's off to you, Charles. Charles uh, is the best. John Welch, was uh, when I was a kid, he oh, was wow. my driver. Uh, y'all, we're going to have a uh, good show today, so uh, hang out as long as you can or as long as you want to. Jason and Tony. Me and Tony try to stay on the latest trends and what's happening. That's a lie. We don't. Uh, we don't. I don't know. I'd, I'd forgotten it was even the Oscars. I still owe, uh, wear cargo pants. I don't even own skinny jeans. <laughs> I'm... I'm <laughs> I'm way back, man. I'm so cargo shorty. <laughs> I'm so give me more cargo shorts. So we uh, didn't pay attention to who won the Oscars, and it doesn't matter because I haven't seen or heard of uh, any of them except for the my octopus teacher. That's only because Netflix is is trying to make me watch it. Right, that's it, the only one I've heard of in all of these. Even on as far as trailers, I've, I've I watched trailers and I and I remember a few trailer titles and none right. of them are it no, must not have been Academy Award worthy. No, I've never heard of any of these. And by looking at the trailer, they look like they'd be great. Right. What disappoints me in the Academy Awards is the great works of cinematic genius that never got an Academy Award. Like uh, what kind of movies are you talking about here? Well, Ernest goes to camp. None of the Ernest movies. None of them. Never even mentioned. Roadhouse never got an Academy Award. Well, that just shows you really how how far off the Academy Awards are. I mean, Roadhouse is our generation's Gone with the Wind. <laughs> touche, touche. So, and another is Over the Top. Oh. Look what Sylvester Stallone put into Over the Top. Well, that and th- let's just face it, there's not a lot of arm wrestling movies. 
And it should have made it in just because it put a spotlight on a sport that doesn't get talked about much. That's right. And so I think over the top would have been a, a, a ringer for sure to win. Uh-huh. And Didn't I make it. See there, so that's why I've lost all faith in the well, Academy Awards. Alien versus Predator. Never I'm made I'm the it. last one, and right. I'm, I'm done. Cause, What's sad yeah. is that I know every movie you've talked about, and none of them the actual Oscars talked about. <laughs> Jason and Tony. There is a historian of the English language, and his name is uh, Dr. Paul Booth. It'd be smart. Uh, Paul Booth Doctors is a uh, professor at Keele University. Keele, Keele. Not not K I L L, K E E L E. I mean, it may be Kaleli, and I'm I'm just saying all that wrong. Anyway, you got a degree from Keel. That just sounds neat. Uh, he uh, has found what he believes to be the earliest use of the F word. Wow! So he's been he's been really, out really? there looking, and he finally found it. Happened in 1310 during a court case. A guy came in, and the F word's actually in his name. And his name is Roger F. Word by the Naval. Roger <laughs> F. by the Naval is his name. And that was in a, a court document, December 8, 1310. And uh, they think it was a nickname that people had given to him because the F. Word then meant dimwit. Oh. And, I mean, how awful like, it would have been to dimwit by the Naval. Well, yeah. We give I mean, each F. Other. Word by the Naval is pretty bad. I mean, it would have been worse if it was F. Word in the Naval. Yeah, but some people like Sparky as a nickname. Yeah. I mean, I mean, but now there was a, um, somebody did discover the F word being used all by itself, but it was 150 years later, uh, in a poem that was written. So someone used the F word in a, in a poem or an an early rap song. Hats off to these people digging in history and archaeologists finding, finding, Archaeologists one day are going to unearth all of us, everything. Mm-hmm. And think about this. The literary works of art that they're going to uncover off of truck stop bathroom stall doors. <laughs> I think it's going to be inspired. I, I found some ancient writing. <laughs> yeah, here I see it. Broken hearted. <laughs> tried to. Uh, that all was, you know, all, us that wrote that. Right, yeah. It'll and, turn it'll into be, other things. One day that'll be in a museum somewhere. Yeah. They won't know much about us, but they know that the joke was always in our hands. <laughs> yeah, <don't. laughs> Jason and Tony. And now, Jason and Tony present. Mm-hmm. Hey. Tony's word of the day. For halfway. <laughs> For halfway is when forever. Gets fifty percent to for ending <laughs> for halfway. That's Tony's word of the day. Jason and Tony. I get having a little get together uh, to tell everybody what the gender of your baby is going to be. That's a big moment. I get you know having the new grandparents coming over and all that, and say, hey, we're having a boy. You yeah. know, it's, it's creative. You know, yeah. watching them on the Facebook right. videos and. I like watching them. Well, I mean, this, but they've gone too far. They've just gone way too far. Example, here we go, Kingston, New Hampshire. All right. Last Tuesday, this expecting couple, they were having a big gender reveal party. They invited the whole family. They invited everybody they knew they Come were going to reveal this gender in a big way. Hey. So what they did was they got 80 pounds of dynamite from a rock quarry. Wow. And lit it. So, 
So, and, what, and, so then what happened was and, it shook everything. Walls in the neighborhoods were cracked. It knocked pictures off the wall in town. Oh I mean, it was, gosh. I mean, it was a huge explosion. People <laughs> were going crazy. It was, it was nuts. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, this guy, the guy who did it, the overdid da- it a little the, 80 pounds. The dad, he, he went, he went to police and turned himself <laughs> in and was like, Hey, I said, I, they sold me 80 pounds, man. I, of course, I was going to lie to it. Don't so you anyway, know Homeland Security wanted yeah. to find this guy. I'm here to tell you, though, I don't. It, the story doesn't say if it was a boy or a girl. And this is not meant to be sexist, but you don't lie to 80 pounds of dynamite for a girl. <laughs> they didn't tell us in the story. That's a, that's, a boy, that's a boy reveal, so I don't know. Now, that being said, what if there was an 80-pound glitter bomb? Oh, that for, town would never get the glitter out of itself. Yeah, if it was a girl. Yeah. Glitter. So that's what I would do. Uh, that, that, that's what I'm guessing. I don't know. Well, my thing is forever where this kid grows up and goes to town, the, everybody is going to know him as the boom boom kid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's going to go to the doctor for a, a explosive diarrhea, and the doctor's going to be all like, of course you, of course of course you are. Of course it would yes, be you. You're the boom boom kid. Jason and Tony. Tony's been uh, really doing a great job, a bang-up job of helping out businesses all across the United States. Tossing new ideas. Uh, he's got his laptop open. He's got the email ready to go in today's suggestion box. Dear makers of Pizza Hut and pizza places that use pizza apps, it's amazing. I can use my phone app to construct endless pizza possibilities. My suggestion is for y'all's pizza app maker to be in charge of our federal government. You're not Republican. You're not Democrat. So that's a good thing. You'll be impartial. Yeah. You're able to listen to our request and give us what we expect in less than 30 minutes. Politicians listen to our request, but the pizza we end up getting from them is one of them Hunt Brothers quarter slice Exxon pizzas. (laughs) How many pizzas get sold on one of them apps, I wonder? Bet it's a lot. Do you think your app's storage hard drive thing could handle counting a whole country's votes? I think some people would have more faith in the pizza app than in a voting box. Either way, we still live in the best country to live in. That's right. Message me if you're ever close, and we can celebrate our freedom over one of them biscuits. Yeah. Signed, Tony. This is Jason and Tony. The French Prime Minister, Jean Castix. I don't know. That's the way I'd I don't know. Say it. I didn't take French. I don't know. But John, that's his John, I guess. That's the way you say it over um, there. He's being sent female underwear in the mail as a protest by lingerie stores closed under the country's COVID lockdown. Well, well. He's over 200 retailers have sent him women's panties. They're mad because. <laughs> Florists, booksellers, hairdressers, and record shops have been deemed as essential. But lingerie shops weren't deemed as essential, so they've had to close down. That's 200 stores sending this guy panties in the mail. Now, I don't know if he's married, Tony. Uh But let's say he is. And let's say he gets home and, hey, honey, what was in the mail? And she's all like, you don't know? I was like, well, no, I I have have no idea. Wow. And she's like, well, there's women's panties in there. It's like, well, I don't know where they came from. And, 
goes, yes, you do. And 200 then, pairs of panties and in the, here. And then he'd be all like, well, see, I'm the prime minister, and I closed down the lingerie stores. Oh, you're the prime minister now. <laughs> oh, I had to close down the lingerie sh- stores because they're not essential. Oh, they're not essential now. <laughs> Yeah. Could you imagine this argument? He's never gonna. He's yeah. never gonna win that. You can't get sent panties in the mail and not get in trouble with your wife. No, he'd have to tell his wife, "Honey, get get your drawers out of a bunch," because <laughs> uh, that always works. <laughs> Jason and Tony. Uh, there's a dude in New York. He uh, he's admitted now to participating in the uh, U.S. Capitol riot oh, thing where they really oh. busted him. Got busted. Yeah, huh? he was bragging about it on the Bumble dating app. His name is Robert Chapman. Oh, Bob Chapman. Y'all know Bob. Caught him, huh? Uh-huh. Wrote, he wrote on his profile, I did storm the Capitol. I made it all the way to Statuary Hall. Well. The person on the other end wasn't amused, writing, we are not a match. What an idiot. But the thing about it is, yeah, he's an idiot, but he was just trying to be cool on the app. He wanted to he impress went, her. Hey, baby. Check me out. Do you know I stormed the Capitol? Mmm. Yeah. I want to see your rotunda. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, and, and he you, was just trying to be cool, and then he, but now, now the FBI's got him. <laughs> I bet she's disappointed. She was probably on there trying to swipe right on Viking and a hat guy. <laughs> you know, that's the one she wanted. This is Jason and Tony, and now Jason and Tony present it the best country lyric ever written. Yeah. His love triangle looks more like. An octagon, or maybe a rhombus, or a trapezoid. Wow. That was the best country lyric. That's a lot. Never written. This is Jason and This Tilly. guy's a bad guy. Let's just, I mean, let's throw it at this. The, we're about to tell you about a guy who's a terrible dude. All right, what'd he do? He tricked 35 different women into believing that they were the only women in his life. So there's one thing. <laughs> wow. Then he convinced them all at different times that it was his birthday. So you could get gifts and whatnot (laughs) different days through the week. So he's had a special birthday at least twice a month with 35 different women. And uh, it says that uh, they took, he took over, what was it here? $900 worth of presents, clothes, and and cash. So, I mean, just a a terrible dude there. By the way, he was a hydrogen showerhead salesman, a door-to-door hydrogen showerhead salesman. And this guy can get 35 women. Dang. A transient showerhead salesman. <laughs> what in the world? Man, to date, 35 women. Ah, this man had to be yeah. the world's greatest listener and <laughs> eat the world's most oysters. He, uh, <laughs> and I, I, I've, I've got I've to confess something here. Uh, I, I've done something. Uh, pretty close right, uh, what? to what this guy's done. I have gone to multiple restaurants that sing songs and give you ice cream and cake when it's your birthday, and I've told them it was my birthday. Oh, and it and it was and it wasn't my birthday. You lied to get free birthday cake. I did. I wanted to wear a sombrero, <laughs> and it wasn't my birthday. And Shame I told them it, well, I lied. I thought you went to I church. <laughs> I thought you I thought you was one of them church going. I people. try. You know, it's a it's a. But, I'm just I'm just trying to stay on the path, Tony. I bet in repent. I haven't done it in years. Did it feel good to get it off your chest? It did. All right, I want to do that too. Okay. One time, whenever we was little, we built a snowman, and I may not have put the carrot in the most best place for the neighbors. 
and my daddy got real mad at me because cars went by. That, that does. That feels it good. It feels, feels right. good. Feel, got to get it off your chest. Yeah. Jason and Tony. Uh, and talking about this, Tony, I think, already believes he could do it. But um, All right. They're making he, a big thing out he, of it than it is. He, uh, th- there was some other world record that we wanted you to try, and we never did. What was it? Oh, how far can you blow a pee? Oh, yeah, I remember that. Right, well, I, we'll get to it. Okay, so, yeah, one of these days we'll get to We'll do it tomorrow. It's on our list. Hey. All right, but what's well, tell everybody right. about Gronkowski. Uh, Rob Gronkowski uh, entered the Guinness Book of World Record on Saturday after catching a 640-foot pass dropped from a helicopter. All right, now it took, it took to him you. three tries. Good job, Gronkowski. And and I'm giving him credits for that. Am I saying it right? Yeah, Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. All Gronk, right. if you just want to call him Gronk, you could do that. All right. And no no doubt that's a long distance. Yes, it is. But now here's a thought I've had before. All right. And I think this would be doable, and I think you should be the first to try it. Why me? Well, just because I, nobody's done it before. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> you know how, like, whenever somebody shoots a gun, there's the gun, like the bullet coming out in. Right, yeah. All right, and then there's going to be the bullet ran out of speed end and just settles in the grass somewhere and calmly. Yeah. All right, if you could masterfully <laughs> measure that distance from coming out of the hole end to resting in the grass end. Right, yeah. I bet a human being could catch a bullet in their hand. Probably. If you were at the slowing down catch on the grass end. I mean, that makes sense, but man, who's going to be the tester on that? Well, I mean, that is, I've, this is just a thought you, I was having. You'd have to shoot yeah. off a few rounds to make sure. Oh, yeah, you don't want to do it on the first round because <laughs> then you'd be holding the hand guy, right. you know. And yeah, that'd be fun explaining that. <laughs> well, I had this idea yeah. one day. I was going to set the Guinness Book of World, <laughs> World Records for catching bullets. This girl Kowski caught a football. <laughs> That's how I got a hold of my hand. Jason and Tony. Wrapping her up today. Yeah, I guess we've done all the damage we can do for I guess so. One session. Might as well. I think that's what therapists call it, one session. Are we therapists now, or are you saying we need a therapist? I think of us as the therapist, and everybody else is out there on their couches listening, and we're helping their heads. Man. Hope we help. I thought it was the other way around. Anyway, y'all have a great day. We'll see you back here tomorrow. Bye.